Welcome to the Teen Life Podcast, where we research teen culture so you can focus on connection. I'm Carly Duke, and I'm here with my newer co-host, Caleb and Tobin. And we are pumped to be here. I've got an exciting episode. We're going to talk about a TikTok recipe that I'm pumped about and have personally tried and love. We also have a question that I'm going to pose to the pod. And then Tobin is going to do a TikTok trend. And then we're also going to hit up some fall previews, some some things that are coming up mostly to watch. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's something to listen to, but some things that you can stay ahead of so that you can talk to your teenagers about that. But first, let's get into this TikTok recipe, mostly because I'm a big fan of, if you're listening, recipes that are very few ingredients, are very easy, maybe even so easy your teenager could do it. And so I will post a TikTok recipe and maybe if you need a break from cooking dinner, hand like send the link to your teen and be like, hey, go pick up these things and make dinner <laughs> for us tonight. And they could totally do it. So it is a meat, a play on a meatball sub. I don't know if y'all are meatball sub kind of kind of guys oh yeah if i go to jason's deli i get the meatabala is what it's called <laughs> yeah so uh, pre 30 years old i was definitely into meatball subs okay there you Post go 30 not so much so. <laughs> <laughs> well this is a play on it and all it is is meatballs you can get them frozen and then you don't have to do anything at all maybe some marinara sauce garlic toast you know that good like texas toast that is yeah. like in the frozen section and then sliced the, mozzarella the on it well, I, sh- I suppose you could do that. Yeah, you don't have my to. goodness. They're, they're, listen, they're, there's frozen <laughs> ones that, that come with the cheese already on it. You just stick it in the oven. Oh. Well, you're adding cheese, but if you want double cheese and you don't have like stomach issues, then sure, go for it. <laughs> yeah. But what you're going to do is you're going to kick, cook those, kick, oh dear, <laughs> cook the meatballs down in that sauce. Real easy on the stove. It takes like five minutes. And then you're gonna you're gonna do your Texas toast at the same time, that garlic toast at the same time. When it's good and crispy, you take it out, you put like three meatballs on each piece of toast, put a slice of cheese over it, stick it back in the oven so that gets melty, and you're done. It's bomb. I made it one day and it was very quick. Josh wow. was a huge fan. My kids ate it. I mean, that's a win. Sounds awesome. I'm not gonna eat it, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> No, I would for sure go double cheese on this one. Like I'm getting that cheesy garlic bread, double down on the mozzarella on top, and then you're and then you're just gonna hate your life the rest of the day, probably. Yeah, probably. But life. Make sure make sure you do this for dinner, so that way you can just hate your life into (laughs) bedtime. So, yeah, not be able to sleep. So worth it. That's funny. Okay, so we had a question come to us from one of our listeners and so this is is a food related question and it and it's kind of a hot topic right now so we'll, mm-hmm. we'll transition right into that so it says should students be allowed to DoorDash lunch to school okay i am i am pers- i have a student who has personally done this my own son has done this okay so uh before i get into some things that i i see as cons and some some issues about this Rapid fire, what do y'all think? Yes or no, before I present arguments? Uh, no. Yeah, I, I tend to be pretty chill guy on like things like but no, I gotta yeah, I gotta say no. See, I I I think I'm a yes, but I mm-hmm. get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I so I actually went to a school a couple weeks ago that has a DoorDash station. Okay. Mm-hmm. And y'all know those like generic cubby hole uh like like they have you put the little bo- like the little you make it's like from target like 20 bucks and it's like a six cubbies or whatever they have like four of those stacked up 
in their like vestibule lobby. And that is literally where the DoorDash orders go. And so it's just wow. every one of them mm-hmm. is just full of DoorDash. I mean, this is at a high school that has 4,000 kids. And so wow. um, it's just every time I've gone there, it's been full of food. So my first con that I've listed. So if you're listening to this and you're like thinking to yourself, man, I don't know how I feel about that. From a school's perspective, it is, there is so much congestion in the front office whenever mm-hmm. you do this. Because if you are at a small school, obviously it's not as big, but in our area where there's a lot of five, six, a schools. And so if you're at a five or six, a high school and you think about the fact that they have thousands of kids doing this and the front office people, they are really kind of there. They're kind of like, this sounds awful, but they're, they're kind of like the front line of defense that keeps people out of the school that need to be out. And so if they're being distracted or congested or, or just busy with these constant door dashers, like think about that kind of congestion that happens. Okay. Because uh, a lot of times it's not the schools are not made to where they can just like set it outside and then the kid can go grab it. Like they have to go through the front office to get where they need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's also a pretty big safety risk, if I'm being honest, like for, mm-hmm. for the school's perspective. Um, and I mean, those are the, the those are the two biggest issues. Uh, one thing that a lot of people don't think about um, my I have a nephew who is now who's he was six months old and journeying through this already. But like there's a lot of allergy issues on campuses. And if some of this food comes in that has like, I know there's a lot of campuses that are that are completely peanut free or um, they have allergies like blocks on campus. There was one campus I went to a couple years ago that was completely banana free. Like they like some kid had like this big time, like deathly, deathly Uh. allergy to bananas. And so they had all of these signs up at every single door that said like no bananas on campus. Like Hmm. and, you know, and I asked about it and they said, oh, it's because there's a student here that. Like it could kill them if they're on campus. Like you, like that kind of it seems dramatic, but that could be a situation for that as well. Um, and you know, on top of the fact that it's not always on time, mm-hmm. the, the kids are gonna they're gonna be uh, annoying about it. Like it, it's it's just it, it seems like there's a lot of things. I'm I'm like making the argument against myself right now, but <laughs> um, so how do we? So here's some things on how we can maybe alleviate this. Um, I th- I think the biggest thing is just make sure that they have a lunch that's not, you know, the same every day or mm-hmm. or give them ideas. Like if it's if it is school lunch, then they can do school lunch some days, you know, but that's that's better at some schools than it is others. Uh right. maybe it's it's bringing them into the planning, like having them like go shopping with you and kind of pick what they want for lunch. Maybe it's helping them kind of get what they need to get to do. Um one of the things that I will I will say from a former teacher's perspective is, as a teacher is I had students all the time that would ask me to use my microwave. And I'm like, no, like, I mean, I mean, of course I said yes, but I'm like, why are you sending <laughs> things as a parent that need to be microwaved? Like, like it takes so much time. You got to wait in line like, at the microwave. Yeah, there, yeah. Cause a lot of people are bringing microwaves. There's limited amount of microwaves. You're eating your red Baron pizza thing that you brought like with five minutes left. At did lunch. y'all have a microwave at your school? Like in your we lunchroom? Did. Like yeah, what? That's there were so two we did for the not. whole lunchroom. That's wild. But then we didn't someone would that. get like Easy Mac and they'd be sitting at the microwave for five minutes heating up their macaroni. And, and they forget to put the water in sometimes. And then it smells like burnt mac and cheese the whole lunch. Yeah. Don't forget to put the water in, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. My son has done the exact same thing in my in my mom's house and literally caught the microwave on fire. Mm-hmm. So that, when you said earlier, have your teens cook, I was like, no, no, sir, you cannot cook. So um <laughs> But 
I that's wild to me. I, that y'all literally blowing my mind. I did not realize that schools had microwaves in their cafeteria. Well, that was not a thing at my mm-hmm. school or any mm-hmm. schools I've been in. So are taught in. So um, I just think that as a parent, there's a lot of things that you kind of have to take control of, and it and it might. This is awful. It might be suck it up, go have school lunch. You're, you'll mm-hmm. be fine. You know, get get your chicken nuggets and your mashed potatoes, and then just deal with it. You know, and um, but I there's you know I I know Carly's a big TikTok person. Find ideas on TikTok. Find things that you can do. Um, I don't think it needs to be like if you have a teenager, you don't need to be doing those elementary cute lunches and putting an hour into creating a, a nice design or whatever. Like that's not necessary, but. DoorDash at schools, I think, is going to be one of those topics over the next couple of years. Like, yeah. like it's 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 already yeah. started, but I think that's going to be one of those. Like, we're going to start banning those things for sure. Yeah, I think it's yeah, my the first thing came to my mind was that safety concern of. I mean, if if the school is used to having like DoorDash drivers that they don't know, you know, around the school, then it just yeah, that safety concern. I think you'd almost have to the schools would almost have to adapt to something like a cubby system in mm-hmm. like an area yeah. outside of school that they can at least drop it off or yeah. But I think, yeah, schools would either have to adapt or be able to just ex it. And then plus two, the thing we're not talking about DoorDash is expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so fair. <laughs> like so expensive. Like, like double yeah, what be, you would pay at the restaurant. Right. And if for double, triple what you'd pay at the school lunch. But, but also like, I think part of this that we're also not talking about is in the last 10, 15 years, school lunches have gotten a lot worse. And, sure. and listen, I know it's because of health concerns and health issues. And like, we're not allowed to use salt or anything. Like, like one time when I was teaching, I went to the cafeteria and I asked for salt. And they're like, oh, we don't have any. Because I'm because like my, to be fair, my potatoes are very bland. And I was like, I need some salt. <laughs> and they were like, oh, no, we don't have any on campus. I was like, oh, I, I was looking Whoa. for like the secret teacher stash. I'm like, no, 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 we can't have it at all because of federal guidelines and stuff Mm. and so i think that has affected this somewhat too so like i mean if i'm a school like or like an administration like i I, i'm thinking about like yes there you do need to make sure you don't offer awful things only but also like this is also a money-making thing for you like there's more money for you if you if you make the lunch more desirable for these kids and Mm -hmm. you can have your healthy options but just like every other adult they have the choice to make the bad choice too like i don't know it's a a fine line and i I know a lot of parents kind of get mad about that kind of stuff too but um but yeah i just the school lunches have gotten significantly different in the last 15 years too i was talking to someone just the other day like around here and now i don't know if they're everywhere salad and go is Mm -hmm. a big thing now and their model, what they encourage because they do breakfast burritos mm-hmm. and then a salad is like, come in the morning, get your breakfast, get your salad, and then you have lunch ready to go too. Um, and yeah. so if you have a teenager who's like, I don't want to eat, I don't want to make a lunch, I don't want to eat at school, I don't want to DoorDash, maybe find an option like that that they could pick up on their way to school or that you could get several of the week before that they just have ready to go and they get to mm. sit down and eat. So just another option too. Yeah. And incentivize it too. Like say, Hey, if you will just do X, Y, Z for Monday through Thursday, then on Friday, like I'll get you something special or like, yeah. like if, if you're struggling, like, I mean, like, listen, you got to pick your battle sometimes. And sometimes it might be, Hey, if you do this from Monday through, through Friday, I'll bring, I'll, I'll send you Chick-fil-A or I'll bring you Chick-fil-A. But I know some schools have even gone as far to say you're not allowed to drop off food for kids too, like even parents. And so mm. like they're, they're kind of just taking that out completely. So I don't have to even have the argument anymore. So mm. it makes yeah, sense. Like I, I get it. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's move on to Tobin's trend this week. Have y'all seen this on TikTok? Have y'all seen the TikTok shop yet? Have y'all yes. seen it? 
It's everywhere. It's all I see now. My sister brought it up at my house the other day, and I hadn't I hadn't really seen it. And then the next day, my whole TikTok day was just I'm selling this thing on the TikTok shop, and I'm and it was uh, it was wild. Yeah, I get so the two I'm getting right now are the unbrush. Yep, same. Yep. Which is it like doesn't have a back to it, so it's healthier for your hair. It's better for tangles. I see it all the time. And then the do you get the spinning scrubber brush? No, I don't get that one. It's like a cleaning brush, like for your house, but it spins, so it's electric. And so if you wanted to clean your shower, you don't have to like scrub. It sits there and spins. And the uh-huh. only way, at least that I've seen it that you really know, lazy, but okay, yeah, well, <laughs> sure, but I'm like really close to buying it. I'm not going to lie because oh, no. I've seen it probably a hundred times at this point. But it will say I can't remember the exact wording, but like for commission, it'll yeah. text. So these are like normal videos by normal people. It doesn't look the same as an ad, mm-hmm. but then you'll see a tag that says like eligible for commission, I think is yeah. what it says. And that's how you know, oh, these are TikTok shop things that then mm-hmm. you can click in the video, go to it, buy it. They're offering all kinds of coupons for it, like 50% off the first thing you buy. They're really pushing it right now. Yeah, I've seen the unbrush a lot. The other thing I've seen is those Amber Nick like all in one game systems. Like they have all like the the emulators for you know Nintendo, Super Nintendo, mm. Sega, all that stuff. Um, I don't trust. So let me get some stats on this. So it launched on September twelfth in the U.S. It's been around for a while in other countries. Um, e-commerce was a hundred billion dollars last year. So this is considered e-commerce. Um, wow. Out of that hundred billion, I don't know if y'all looked at these notes. So if you did, I, I guess you probably did. So uh, I was going to say guess, but you can't because you've seen it. Uh, in Indonesia <laughs> last year, <laughs> Indonesia accounted for $52 billion of that. Wow. So, so over half. literally more than half. Um, they had said that they TikTok has said that they're hoping for $10 million in sales daily. And right now they're currently only at four million a day a day. Only. So gosh, yeah. How dare y'all not do well? Uh like like Carly said, they're partnering with influencers. Um, I'll tell you my reservation is I got burned real bad on an Instagram one a couple years ago. I I saw this chair that was like this, like you sit in the chair and it was like a hammock, and I was like, Oh my god, I need that. And so <laughs> I bought it. It was like 60 bucks, and it never showed up. Like six months later, it showed up and it was not even close to what I had bought on Instagram. And so like (laughs) I I get this weird feeling with this TikTok shop that it's the same kind of thing Mm -hmm. that I'm putting my information in and it's just going to be a scam or it's going to take forever to get here or it's not going to be what it actually is. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm I'm kind of in the camp now where I'm waiting to see like who is real on this stuff, like who's actually getting these things or or who is just selling it and they're going to send me junk instead. I've had a similar experience. I th- I'm trying to remember if it was Instagram or, but I saw an ad and it was a floating golf thing that you like would hit from land into your pool. We bought it. I bought it for my father-in-law for, for Father's Day. And what came in the mail were two golf balls. That's it. <laughs> I spent like 50 bucks on this big floating yep. thing and I got two golf balls in the mail and that was it. So I think you're right, Tobin. Like, be careful. There are mm-hmm. things like, like I've said, I've seen the scrubbing brush all over the place. You can find it on Amazon. So maybe if your teen sees it and likes it, encourage them. Hey, if you see something you like, number one, ask questions. Do you really need that? Mm-hmm. But then also maybe find it on a reputable site like Target, Walmart, mm-hmm. Amazon, something you know it's actually going to come to your door and not TikTok shop. I think like for me, I thank goodness I haven't seen this because oh, no. <laughs> I am a sucker 
<laughs> like Instagram ads, like a lot of my wardrobe is from Instagram ads. And That's funny. typically like clothes, they, they know, man, they know, they know my style. Cause like, Oh, they're too good at it. Like most of my hats that I have are from, I've never been burnt though on Instagram because I think I mainly stick to clothes. And then I've never gotten these weird Instagram ads. Sometimes I'll see YouTubers that will buy the weirdest Instagram ads that they can find. And kind of, is this a scam? Like, does this work or not? And things like that. But thank goodness I did not. This hasn't been a trend for me on TikTok. But I think there's also, like you said, an opportunity here to teach your student, like your yeah. kids, like, okay, like with all of this. And I mean, just like we said last week of like all these companies adapting to the younger generation because yeah. they realize there's money there, whether it's NFL or marketing they're good mm -hmm. at marketing mm -hmm. to this younger generation and so teaching yeah. them the ability to say okay do i need this do you need this do you have the money to maybe save up to where you're not spending all the money that you have on this one thing and you know then teaching them okay just know right not all of them are reputable maybe screen them yeah. before you buy it. And that's the thing too, is like, if you do have the money, then it's no different than like, I feel like we went through the, Hey, when you get an email with a link that you don't see, don't click that link. It's the same. <laughs> like that's, it's kind of like the more advanced version of that. We talked about this last week with deep fakes and stuff is like, if you are, if you are not sure of what, where it's coming from and it's asking for information that mm -hmm. in a, in a situation that you don't, you don't trust, then don't use it. But like the the great thing about this too, is that, like Apple Pay is combating some of that because every time you use Apple Pay, it's technically a different card number, um, oh. and every t and, and so that mm -hmm. way they can't necessarily track what your card is. So mm -hmm. like, yeah, I mean, so maybe think about, hey, if I'm gonna do this, maybe I go buy a Visa gift card and load it up, so that way it's not mm -hmm. my actual credit card number. Or mm -hmm. maybe, maybe if I can use Apple Pay, I know it's safe that way, and so just kind of be safe and smart about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny, like seeing all of these these scams that we had a friend that the. Uh, one that's going around right now is the, hey, we will forgive all student loan debt. <laughs> and one of our friends, she's like, I was getting, I was about to enter my routing number <laughs> before I realized, wait, maybe, maybe this isn't it. And so, right. I mean, listen, maybe we all need some tap on the shoulder of this. Student loan forgiveness, I agree. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but right now, we talked last week about um, different. Halloween costume ideas for, you know, the fall that's just around the corner. But there's also a lot of stuff just in this last push of the year with um, TV shows, music, movies. And it's honestly a little slim this year because this I feel like this like October, November, December is usually like peak TV and movies. Well, but the it's, writer the, it's the writer strike. That, yeah. Yeah. Has mm. made it slim mm -hmm. but it's also been peak reality tv oh, yeah. <laughs> apparently yeah. but um right now i think it's already started up by now but loki um tv show on disney plus with all of the marvel universe is getting a second season and that just started up i know i uh, had a big first season that um it was one of the big pushes that disney plus was making mm-hmm as one of their first original shows and it did well. And I think it's the first or like Marvel original that's getting a second season. And so that's out. And I think they're doing like weekly releases. Uh, then along with Disney plus goosebumps is just right here. Disney plus October 13th. So just are y'all, are y'all old Halloween. enough for the original books? Are y'all yes. old enough for that? I don't feel like we were allowed to read them though. I never read them. 
I was too scared though. I knew what they were. <laughs> this is a TV show, right? It it's they had two movies, and I think mm-hmm. this is the TV. There was a TV show when I was a kid too. The like, movie was, had Jack Black in it, right? And it was kind yeah, of the first one funny did. and yeah, mm-hmm. in the combination. I, I haven't took, done too much research into it because these books like were things. huge when I was like in elementary school, like massive. So like ten years before y'all even were Carly even born, like they they were huge <laughs> and they. Like I had all like sixty of them. I had my, all my stu- my my bookcase and read every single one of them. And then the TV show came out, and it was terrifying. Like it was made for kids, but I was like, this is, it made it too real. Like it was like, <laughs> okay, never mind. I can't watch this. And so like, um, it's kind of cool that it's coming back around a little bit. So I'm I'm I actually am excited about this. One. I'm going to watch this one next week. So yeah. yeah. So I think that'll be cool too for those people that grew up with it and being able mm-hmm. to kind of be able to introduce this thing that you love to your to your kids too um yeah if you're not too scared for it's it. that dang ventriloquist dummy that Ugh. that that one's creepy that was like I, his yeah. main i know what character. you're talking about mm-hmm. and it was i they they used the same kind of guy in toy story 4 and when he popped up i was like ah! like like no <laughs> don't like that so <laughs> flashbacks <laughs> no <laughs> well i think speaking of horror five nights at freddy's is was a app right i don't mm-hmm. think i'm wrong so it's, a I game. it's a game but you could have it on your phone too right it's mm-hmm. it's all the things like it started okay. out as a like as like a cheap like kind of game that wasn't really supposed to do anything and then it exploded and so yes. then it became an app then it became merchandise and all kinds of stuff yeah i just remember being at basketball games and like kids around me would be playing this game on their phone and you just hear them go mm-hmm. ah and they jump because if correct me if I'm wrong, y'all probably know more about this than me. But the point is like jump scares. A little bit. Yeah. Kinda, I think yeah. the original game was and like there's right now, and I'm I don't know much about it, but there's like deep lore behind it all of like these different animatronic characters. But basically, imagine this. You are hired at essentially a Chuck E. Cheese. Right, old school Chuck E. Cheese with the animatronic dancing mouse and the sure. characters, right? For like night security. And then you're in the security room and you have to be watching these cameras. And then basically the animatronics will be moving closer to the security room. But I think they only move really whenever you're not watching them. And so the goal is to like make sure that they don't get to you before the night is over. And it leads to Which a lot of jump awful. scares. Like you're yeah. scaring me just talking about it. Like I just yeah. And this yeah. is a movie that's coming out on Peacock. So, and the, the hard thing you about are. this, I'll mm-hmm. tell you as a parent, because because Carly, your kids are not old enough to even know what this is yet. But like when this kind of became popular, Jude was in elementary school, and the hard thing was is that they marketed it to kids big time, mm-hmm. and and it looked like it was something for kids, and it was in yeah. it, and it's not like I think if I'm looking if I remember correctly, it's twelve plus, so it's not like mm-hmm. a inappropriate thing but it's like one of those things where it's like man this is it's not inappropriate to but do i really want my kid playing and doing this and so i really did struggle as a parent of kind of like setting that boundary of like do i want him to be on this game and this app and stuff because sure. there was a lot of it that's just like it's just it's just too you know like i i think like adventure time and um regular show like some shows like that that have like just enough adult humor where you're like mm. I don't know if this is great for the kids that they're marketing it towards. Right. And that kind of, mm-hmm. this kind of falls in that category as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it's something I've seen I, and I know enough about like what it is. Cause it's such a cultural thing, especially with students, but I, I, I refuse to play it <laughs> scary for me. <laughs> I can't, I can't do that. The bears are scary. 
They're animatronic like bears. Mm-hmm. They're scary. I yeah, I don't even like the real life Chuck E. Cheese ones. Like, I'm glad that they got rid of those because those things right. are terrifying. So, yeah. But I'm a giant wimp. So, <laughs> <laughs> switching to um, music, Taylor Swift's 1989, yeah. Taylor's version is coming out October 27th. So, that's another thing that's the same day as Five Nights at Freddy's. So, if you had to choose oh. between the two, I think I'd choose. Wow. Taylor, personally. <laughs> now, the Marvels. Is also coming out. I don't know. Did y'all, Tobin? I don't know. Are you really a Marvel guy? My wife is, and I, I am too. But I'm. I have a lot of superhero fatigue right now. When Endgame sure. was over, I was. That's whenever Disney Plus started ratcheting up all the series, and I kept coming back. And like I've seen all the stuff. It just. I feel like they're just spinning tires a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I, I'm, I'm very thankful that they are choosing a different type of, of superhero with Miss Marvel. And like, I think it's a really yes. cool story and everything. I, and that was great. She annoyed me to death. Like, cause they made her too teenagery and like, kind of like, you know, like I'm saving the world, but I still like this cute boy. And I'm like, I, I was, I was really annoyed with it. And so, um, I'm not, I'm not very optimistic about this upcoming movie. I think it's going to be really campy. And I think Captain Marvel was incredible. And Brie Larson was incredible. And I think this one's going to kind of, I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong. I'm going to see it like because I see all of them, but mm. I feel like they've kind of they're they're now in the mode of we're going to keep doing this stuff because it makes money, but we don't really have a plan. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's whenever I get kind of grumpy about stuff. So sure. I loved Miss Marvel, though. That's such a fun. That's I don't, funny. It was so funny. So I know I used to be your your Marvel. I know your Marvel like. You're the one I always you call. Got, you you'd about always, you'd always call me for Marvel, and I I can't do it. I think like my love for Marvel started like what babysitting. Like when I was in middle school, I'd go help you like babysit like Jackson Thanum, and he'd watch he'd watch like all the Marvel like animated TV shows. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. Got really into it, and yeah, for me it was after Endgame has been has been hard for me to keep up. Like you'll call me and be like, what do you think of this? I was like, I haven't seen it. Now, what I am excited about is there's a new Hunger Games movie that's kind of a prequel origin story, I suppose. Like it happens before the original trilogy called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which is like the setup of like how the Hunger Games actually got started. Um, It's the President Snow origin story. Yes. Yes. And I read the book and mm, I didn't like it as much as the original trilogy, but I think it'll be interesting. I feel like those are always well done and they're hyping it up really big. So yeah. That's potentially one to watch coming out in November. However, have y'all seen the one that I think I'm most excited about because I've seen the trailer for? You just gave it. Did you just give a head shake, Tovin? Okay. <laughs> I'm excited about Wonka. <laughs> Are you not a Wonka fan? <sighs> the sigh. I, I think I think it looks. I think it looks like it's going to be really cringy. Um, mm. I think Timothy Chalamet is great. He's a great actor. Um, I think he will do a good job. Um, I just, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm getting older and I'm seeing a lot of my things I grew up with kind of rehash a little bit. And sometimes mm. it's great. Sometimes it's, but sometimes I'm like, can we just leave it alone? Like, mm. but yeah, this is the third one, right? The third. Well, and it's the first prequel. So like, that's why I'm, I'm willing to give it a chance. Cause it's kind of like a prequel. Um, but 
it's like where he how he gets to where he's at. So I think it'll be good. I think there's a lot of great people in it. I'm very nervous about it though. Mm. I love Hugh um, Grant. I'm just excited. see. I hate Hugh Grant. So that's that was <laughs> when he that's when fair. he showed up when he showed up at the end of it. I was like, no. Like, I was like, I, I, so that was kind of my first like, man. I don't know. Like so, yeah. I have a love hate relationship with Timothy Chalamet because my wife loves him so much. <laughs> I, like he's great. And I think like looking at the trailers, yeah, it kind of looks. It's, it's a prequel and. It looks more, they're emphasizing, and they should, like the fun and the wacky, mm-hmm. and it looks good. And I think you, you listen, if you, you guys realize, like, the original Willy Wonka's, like, based on this, this guy who owns a chocolate, like, chocolate factory that, like, kills kids. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad, I'm glad we're, we're straying away from that <laughs> a little bit. And we get, well, to are see, we? We don't know. We haven't seen it we yet. We don't, yeah. See, I think it'd be interesting of, like, you know, almost like a thriller. <laughs> the origin of of Wonka, a horror movie. That'd be great. That's what I want. I would watch that. Can you imagine the bait and switch of getting people in there? Like, yay, Willy Wonka, and it's like, frick, <laughs> go oh straight into horror. <laughs> oh goodness! The one that I am most excited about coming up though is the Percy Jackson and the Olympians because. I grew up, I had every Percy Jackson book, Rick Riordan, like all the spinoffs. Mm-hmm. And I remember those movies came out and like they were good, but they left a lot to be desired. And so I'm excited. And I know this one will be played down to even a younger generation than me, but I'm still hoping it'll hit that nostalgia. Yeah, because this me. one's a TV series, right? Yes. Okay. So I think, yeah, it being a, a movie kind of handicapped it a little bit, but... Sure. I'm excited for I'm excited for the show. Yeah. Well, with that, we encourage you look into some of these. I'm not saying that you need to watch all of them. And maybe honestly, your teenager doesn't even need to watch all of them. So look into what's right. best for you and your family. But maybe use this as a way to say, hey, let's pick one and we're all going to watch it together. And that could be a fun way to connect with your teenager this fall. And at the Teen Life Podcast, we believe that teenagers are not a problem to be solved. But there's a way that you can connect and there's a way that you can find common ground um, and work with your teenager. And we hope that we've helped you do that today. And so if you love the Teen Life Podcast, make sure you subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll see you next time.